Prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Hey, hey, we're on a mission here. Keep people healthy and living long. 13 years ago this November, when I did really the first episodes of my show, probably for the first year of my show, I used to close every show. I was on Clear Channel, 1080 AM here in Louisville. I used to close every single show by saying to people, muscle is metabolic currency. So get into the gym and make a deposit today because I want people to start thinking about muscle the same way they thought about money. You want to have a lot of money when you retire? You want to have a lot of muscle on your carcass when you quote unquote retire. And that statement was born from numerous interviews I had done over the first year that showed a direct correlation between muscular strength, longevity, and health span. We didn't use the word health span back then, but we noticed that people who are strong and going, like there was a watershed study done by the California VA. There were like 16,000 men in this study. They basically uh, looked at leg strength and a leg press at the beginning of the study, and they followed them over the next 15 or 20 years and periodically checked their leg strength and then looked at who died sooner. And the people with the weakest leg strength going into the study died the soonest, and the people with the strongest leg strength continued to live, and as they maintained that strength, they continued to live longer. And it became very apparent to me that as an organism, uh, when you become strong, like through resistance training, uh, the, the, the organism becomes strong. It becomes better resistant against disease states. When you do get diseases, they don't kill you. I, I could, I am sitting here in, in the upcoming months. I'm going to reveal some stuff I've already talked about that. I, I am convinced I have the same neurological disorder that killed my sister, but I'm fighting it off because I am maintaining my strength. I think that if I didn't do the things I've done for the past 20 years, I would be in a wheelchair right now. So I am so convinced that strength is a critical component of the superhuman prescription. And as such, we want to learn how to get stronger and maintain strength, build muscle and maintain muscle as we age. So who would we turn to for insights and answers about this? The guy at the gym who's a personal trainer who barely looks fitter and stronger than I do? Or do we turn to people who actually make a living and or are professionals within the strength community? Now, there's a lot of them out there. But I also look for other qualities in an individual if I'm going to bring them into this audience and say, hey, here's a model. Here's somebody that you can follow. The person has to be uh, somewhat approachable. Uh, they have to appear to be intellectual and in, and, and, and obviously uh, they also have to have shown an example of making gains in shorter periods of time because we want efficiency, right? Yeah, anybody can become a power lifter over 30 years, but how about a guy who's done 
in eight years would take some people 20. Don't we want to know what his secret is? And that's what led me to invite my guest today, Jeff Miller. How you doing, Jeff? Doing well, Carl. Appreciate being here. How you doing today? Excellent, excellent. So I've watched you, like many people have watched you on Instagram over the years, and I saw you getting stronger and doing some really superhuman stuff with your body, but I didn't really become as intrigued with you until I learned that you are a professional, you travel all week long, you have a job that has great demands, you have a lifestyle that has great demands, you have family, you have friends, you seem to have captured the elusive part of becoming super strong in record time by having a very well-balanced life. So not only do I want to learn about how you train, how you eat, how you sleep for the audience's sake, but I want to understand the number one excuse people make for not going down that road, and that is, oh, I'm too busy, I have too much going on, my workload, blah, 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 because I can hold you up as a model and say, "Uh uh-uh, that's not an excuse. Look at this guy. Look at what he's done in such a short period of time, and he's done it the whole time while not abandoning a normal life. Well, I appreciate that. Yes, it's definitely not easy, and that is the number one excuse that you hear is, I'm too busy, I don't have time. And I think the majority of people don't realize and don't understand that they can prioritize their time and how to prioritize their time. If you have have a big why, if there's something that you really want, and you're going to do what it takes to get there. And for me, I don't look at myself as any different than anyone else. For me, there was a strength goal that I had. I was always interested in powerlifting. I was interested in how the body could achieve strength gains that you don't see in the normal everyday population. When I moved out here to California, I knew that there was a great powerlifting gym and a great powerlifting coach that was in the area. And I said, you know what? If I can go talk to this guy, then I am willing to do whatever it takes to put in the work to get there. And for me, it was really just having that, it was that why. It was that I really wanted to gain that strength. And I think a lot of people as you said, don't uh, say that they're too busy and don't realize that they can prioritize the time and sit down and actually think about how to prioritize the time. And, and also, you portray demonstrative evidence that you don't have to be like an angry, uh, you know, in-your-face, scary powerlifter because the, the, the reality is that you're very approachable. You, you don't do any insane stuff. In fact, you kid around a lot uh, before meets and stuff like that. Um, and, and you're very approachable. And I, and I say that because we want more kids to be interested in becoming strength athletes. I'm telling you, it, it will reward them for the rest of their lives. Uh, but it's hard for a kid of 10, 12, 13 to see himself or herself uh, on that platform when all the people they look up to are scary. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that. And I, I look at it as, Everyone has their has their own way of getting pumped up before a lift. Uh, some people get angry. Some people are calm, and uh, to each their own. And, and I, uh, my personal way is, as you said, I'm, I'm very calm. I'm very easy go lucky. I like to joke around before a lift, and uh, I am approachable. I love talking to people. I love meeting new people. I love answering questions and helping people. 
I want to show that I'm approachable, that people can message me, that people can reach out, and I will get back to them, and I will assist them, I will help them. And uh, I, I appreciate you saying that because I try to be that way. And, and, and I'm going to give this now, and we'll give it again later in the show. Your website is builtthroughstrength.com, and you created a page specifically if people from the show want to reach out. If you go to builtthroughstrength.com, uh, you'll see a place where you can uh, uh, sign up to uh, communicate with with Jeff, and uh, and he'll answer your questions, and I'm sure you'll have a lot of questions after this interview. So um, we'll plug that again later. So let's start at the beginning. When did your true uh, liftoff uh, take place when you decided, hey, I want to be an elite lifter? It was, it was when I moved to California. I had uh, – maybe I'll back up a little bit. Okay. I, I originally started getting interested – after I was injured, I, I ended up having to have a back surgery on my L5 S1 disc. I wasn't doing anything specifically that caused the injury. I was sitting down eating dinner, and all of a sudden, I felt a sharp pain go down the side of my leg, which, you know, it's sciatic. Sciatic compression, um, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was very painful. It, was, it came out of nowhere. Um, I think it was from being weak and having repetitive uh, strain from playing basketball my whole life. Um, but before I knew it, about a week later, I was in surgery because it had already really killed the nerves going down to my foot. I couldn't move my foot. So you had, so you, so you ended up, you ended up with drop foot. I had, I had the same thing happen to me in 2008 when I was living in Phoenix. So I'll I'll go ahead, continue. It's a scary thing when you, was it your right foot or your left foot? It was my left foot. It was my left foot. Yeah, exactly. It was drop foot. I went to the doctor and he said, push up on my hand. I'm trying to push up on his hand and he's going, no, no, push up on my hand. I'm like, no, I'm I am. trying to push up on your hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am trying. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he said, wow, we need to get the MRI. And yeah, within, within a week I was in surgery because they didn't want those nerves to deaden for good. Um, so when I, was, when I was laid up in recovery, I came across uh, someone who I have looked up to and read a lot about, um, who's Dave Tate and yep. then Louis Simmons. And I found Dave Tate's periodization Bible. And I started reading about it and... I had watched Strongman on TV before. I didn't know too much about powerlifting, but after I started reading Dave Tate's articles, it, it really, really got me interested in powerlifting. So I started trying to educate myself, started reading more about nutrition, supplements, training. And fast forward, I moved to California for work uh, a few years later. And um, I knew that the gym Diablo Barbell was in California. I didn't know if it was around me. I said, I think this gym might be around. I'm going to look it up. Uh, known as a as a really hardcore powerlifting gym, I had heard about it when I was on the East Coast because my coach was the strength and conditioning coach at the time for a UFC fighter by the name of Jake Shield. So I had seen him on the G- George St. Pierre versus Jake Shield UFC countdown show, and that's how I knew this gym was out here. Right. So I came in here, and um, when you when you go to this gym, you you have to try out. You have to display that you are willing to put in the work. It, it's kind of the um, school of thought is we know what we can do for you as a, as a gym, but what can you do for us? What can you bring to us? And once I met my coach, once I got into that environment, that's what really started me on my path to wanting to achieve large strength goals. Okay, so I want to go back and talk about the uh, the lumbar spine compression. This is something that happened to me. Um, I was training out in, in Phoenix 
I was living there because I was going through the divorce and I had to get out of Louisville because things were getting crazy. And I, for some strange reason, I had the idea to do seated shrugs. And I did it with considerable weight. And later that evening, I had the pain you're talking about shoot down my right leg. It was so unbearable, I couldn't sleep. I didn't sleep for a couple days, and then the drop foot kicked in. It's a scary, scary situation. Now, I didn't have surgery. I literally had to reteach myself to walk, to drive a car, because going from the brake pedal to the gas pedal is really difficult when your foot doesn't want to move, you know? Um, It was scary. And I remember Mike Boyle was on a show of mine, and after the show, we were talking, and he said, you need to go get an MRI. Are you having a hard time? like holding your urine. And I says, no, he goes, well, if you start peeing on yourself, you're in trouble. He says, I think that you've, <laughs> you've crushed your, your sciatic nerve, but I was not in a position to go get MRI at the time. I didn't have health insurance because I was going through the divorce and it had drained me of all my money, but that's a scary, scary thing to happen. It really is. Yeah, it was. It's exactly like you said, the, the, I've never ever felt a pain like that before. And, uh, the nights of endless sleep, uh, just that week before the surgery, I remember the only thing that would alleviate any pain at all was I, I would sit in an extremely hot bath, and that was the only thing that even just for a few minutes would would alleviate some pain. I don't know why that was, but that was the only thing. Yeah, very very scary, very painful. So how so about how long ago did you start becoming serious about hey I'm going to make I'm going to set goals I'm going to start I'm going to start setting goals for weights I want to weight I want to lift. It's been about six and a half, six and a half years now. Right. Since I, since I uh, got to Diablo. So about six and a half years now. Okay. Is, is how long I've so been in, really in, in six been. years, now just, just so we can keep people intrigued here, let's talk about some of your top lifts, both uh, in competition, but also in training. Because I, you, 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 that gym that you lift in is got some amazingly wonderful racks, uh, and, and stuff. And I, I see you doing things that with bands, I mean, it's just crazy what you're doing right now. Yeah, my 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 biggest lift in competition, or I, I squatted a thousand three pounds. Um, my biggest deadlift in competition is eight hundred pounds. Uh, my biggest bench press is five hundred forty pounds. Um, in the gym, we do we 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 use what's called accommodating resistance, so the bands and chains. And I wouldn't so much get into that for for beginners, but uh, they basically help you at certain parts in the lift, so you can fight through sticking points. Um, asking me about some of my bigger gym lifts, I, I think you've seen my, I did a buffalo bar squat with 810 pounds of, of straight weight and then 200 pounds of chain. So we're, we're always, we're always doing something different to try to trick the body, trying to, try to do different things to create different adaptations. Um, and it, and it really all comes from what's called the conjugate method of training. And that's, that's the way that I train again made popular by Louis Simmons Simmons, in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, which, you know, the most most basic way to explain it, and this is is really the way I would train anyone from a power lifter to someone just trying to put on some strength, trying to put on some muscle. Obviously, it would be tweaked to that different person, so I wouldn't have somebody just starting doing these chain bands, max effort, one one rep max with 100%, uh, but, but the... Most I would train everyone this way, and the most the most basic way to explain it are there is what's called 
a max effort day, and there's what's called the dynamic effort day. Right. And on the max effort day, that's usually working up to 90% plus um, of a one rep max of a main exercise, whether that's a squat, a deadlift, or a bench press. Um, working up to that percentage places a great demand on the body, um, demands a lot of intermuscular coordination, as well as it stimulates the central nervous system. And that is what's going to create that adaptation. And that's what's going to get you those strength gains. The other portion of it is the dynamic effort day. And you would train either a squat or a bench press. And that's basically what we refer to as a speed day. And you're lifting non-maximal loads, uh, we'll say 50 to 75% of your one rep max, but you're lifting it with force as absolutely fast as you possibly can if you're applying to the barbell. Um, let's say you're, a, just for argument's sake, a 500-pound squatter, and you have 300 pounds on the bar. You're applying 500 pounds of force to that 300 pounds that's on the bar, and that is going to build explosive force and rate of force development. This is what makes you strong. It's been proven over and over. I'm not saying that other methods don't work. If you put in the work, you know, linear periodization, anything will work. Right. From my beliefs and my background, this is what I feel is the most effective way to build strength and build muscle. So um, how many days a week do you train, Jeff? Uh, my normal schedule is four days a week. Uh, some days I will add in an extra day here and there to do some blood flow work, just super high reps with bands, um, sets up to 50 to 100 to help recovery to get a lot of blood flow. 50 to 100 reps? 50 to 100 reps? 50 to 100. Correct, correct. To get blood flow to flush out that area, enhance recovery. That's the purpose behind that workout. But the main workouts are four days a week. Two of those speed workouts and then two of the strength workouts. Okay, so now this is the interesting part of this, right? So you travel every single day for work, right? I travel very frequently, yes. Sometimes it's two or three hours in the car. Sometimes it's flying to Southern California. Sometimes it's flying to Missouri. So, yes, I, I do travel quite frequently. Okay, and and as such, how do you maintain four days a week in the gym? Do you always come home? Uh, I mean, obviously, you don't always, you, you're don't. you training at other gyms, too, I would imagine, right, around the country. Yeah, if uh, if it's only if it's a two or three hour drive, I'll always try to come back home so I can get to the gym, um, as opposed to staying overnight and coming home the next day. Uh, if I'm in Southern California, yes, I, I will find a gym out there. Um, our headquarters for my company is in Missouri, so I found a great gym out there by the name of Tanks Training Facility that has been great and welcomed me in and allows me to come in and train as much as I need to while I'm there. Um, there's also times where I've literally been flying all day and I can't get anywhere once I get to my final destination. So I'll always bring my bands with me. Yep. I'll do a band workout in the room just again to get the blood flowing, just to make sure I'm doing something. So it definitely takes constant planning uh, to be able to get, get the workouts in. I, I want to take a break, but before we take the break, I have to plug, shamelessly plug one of our sponsors. Have you seen the uh, X3 bar? Um, band system. It, it has a plate that you, a platform you stand on. It has uh, a short bar with hooks on the end of it. And so you could do curls, you can do deadlifts, you can do squats, you can do overhead presses with it. I mean, it's really pretty cool. And it's all bands, but it's not for wussies, man. It's some of these bands are freaking hard to stretch. I mean, ridiculously. I, I used it 
when I had to go for my foot surgery, I took it with me and I used it in my room. Uh, the, the morning after my surgery, I was able to get a little bit of a workout in. So uh, people need to understand bands fit in a bag and you have no excuse. You can train wherever you are. You can get a good workout somehow using bands and some other apparatus, you know, would you agree with that? Absolutely. As you said, there are, there are different strength resistance bands and there are some extremely heavy bands out there. You'll see mini bands, monster mini bands, light bands, heavy bands. Uh, that you, that that's how you gauge their strength, and yeah, you can get an amazing workout with bands. Just bring them with you. Do something. Absolutely. All right, no we're gonna excuse. we're gonna take a break. When we come back, I want to understand how you deal. I mean, I I used to be an over the road sales person at one point in my life, and uh, driving three hours in either direction usually swamps a person. They're like, they come home, they're like, I don't want to do anything, but you go to the gym. I want to understand how you cope with stress. We're talking with Jeff Miller. His website is builtthroughstrength.com. Reach out to him. Let him know you heard him on Superhuman Radio. Show him some love. We'll be right back. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon 1. Go to Redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one dot com, or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner ad today. What if a sports nutrition company actually let you try all of their best products for free before you ever bought one? You'd be dreaming, right? Well, you're not dreaming. Head over to efxsports.com and grab their new sample kit that includes not one, not two, but six of their top sellers. That's right, six different samples of their top sellers sent out to you immediately to try. Just cover a small shipping and handling fee, and they're on their way to you. See for yourself why EFX Sports has taken the industry by storm and why so many athletes worldwide depend on their products, dominate their competition safely and legally. Head over to EFXSports.com right now and click the EFX Sample Kit in the online store and get your free kit today. Once again, that's EFXSports.com. Hi, I'm Ashley Grace, co-founder of HM Company. Hemp CBD improved my life so much that I started H-Hemp Company to help others naturally feel better. You don't have to have had a severe brain injury like me to benefit from H-Hemp Company products. If you're struggling to feel better, calm your brain, or better deal with daily stress and want to do so naturally, please try H-Hemp Company products. Search H-Hemp Company and use code SHR for 20% off and free shipping. That's H-Hemp Company and code SHR. Ever feel like you want something crunchy? From the company that gave us the Quest Protein Bar, now comes the Quest High Protein Potato Chips. With 21 grams of high-quality protein and only 5 grams of carbs and no artificial ingredients. Just like Quest Bars, you'll feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest High Protein Potato Chip banner ad today and get ready to be satisfied. Thanks to Quest Nutrition, chips just aren't what they used to be. If you followed my transformation on Facebook, you've been wondering what I've done to create such dramatic results. One of the things is I've started every day with the Kegenix Prime and then trained fasted and remained fasted till my first meal at 2 o'clock. Kegenix Prime gives me all the energy I need while shutting down hunger. And since the ketones are bound to a quad mineral 
blend, I'm getting all the magnesium, calcium, potassium, and sodium I need to keep my minerals in balance. Try Kigenix Prime yourself. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Kigenix banner ad today and save 25% off your first purchase. Kigenix Prime, I couldn't have done it without it. There are a few products that I believe in the way I believe in CanSee eye drops. I've been using CanSee for six months now, and the changes in my vision are nothing short of amazing. Wow, that's an old commercial. The truth is I've been using CanSee eye drops for 11 years now, and I credit CanSee eye drops as being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at 58 years old. CanSee eye drops improve the quality and health of your eyes indefinitely. That's why I both use and endorse CanSee eye drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com and learn about how CanSee eye drops can improve the health of your eyes and the quality of your vision today. Thrive Market wants to give you $60 in free organic products of your choice plus free shipping just to get you to check them out. Over 4,000 organic products to choose from and up to 50% off all their products. And shopping at Thrive Market is more convenient than anywhere else. Order online or on their app in minutes, day or night, and get everything delivered right to your door. Go to superhumanradio.net and click the Thrive Market banner ad and get your $60 in free organic foods and free shipping today. Move over, superheroes. This is the Superhuman Channel. Welcome back. We're talking with Jeff Miller. His website is builtthroughstrength.com. Guy has made an amazing path in the powerlifting game. Um, really, some supernatural strength in what is considered pretty short periods of time. So we have to understand what he knows. Uh, because if we leverage what he knows, even if you're a weekend warrior, just imagine if you're a weekend warrior and you can get more gains out of the work you're doing right now. Don't you want to? So, Jeff, obviously stress with life uh, can impair progress in the gym. How do you cope with the, the heavy workload, the traveling? Like when you are done driving six hours round trip and meeting with clients – Aren't you exhausted? How do you get yourself motivated to even get into the gym? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm definitely tired after I've been on the road all day, and uh, you know, there's definitely those days where I where I sit there and I go, oh, I just I just don't want to move. But um, you know, that that drive to want to be the best and to want to get stronger, uh, it still it still drives me even at the end of the day when I'm tired when I don't want to do anything. Um, you know. Stress management for me. Um, there's there's certain things I do on a on a daily basis. I read, I meditate, I try to write every day. Um, but I think what really helped me, and this is I don't want to get too far off topic, but was a change in my mindset. You know, people always say change change in your mindset. What is what is change? What creates change? Uh, well, one one thing that can truly create change is your environment um, when you're around other like-minded people who are pushing you and who have the same goals. And that was what my coach, Ted O'Neill, and my gym did for me. It put me in that environment. And as I got stronger, this is what I want people to really, truly get and realize that as you get stronger physically, you get stronger mentally. And something that may have been a stressor at one time or may have really shook you up at one point in your life, as you get stronger and you realize that you can do certain things that you never knew you could do, those same things don't 
become become not as stressful as they may have once been. And, and really, uh, aside from those things we just talked about, like meditating, reading, writing, um, that shift in my mindset to where I became a lot more confident as a person is what I think has been the biggest thing to de-stress me. Uh, in the past, I don't want to say I was stressed out all the time, but I before I started powerlifting, I certainly wasn't a very confident person. I distinctly remember in college, I, I had a job, I got a job as a waiter, and I was absolutely terrified that I was going to fail, that I wasn't going to be able to remember the menu, that I wasn't going to be able to learn the POS system, that I was going to spill drinks and food all over people. And guess what? I spilled drinks and food all over people. Right. <laughs> as, I, as, I, as I started lifting and getting stronger, stress, I became extremely confident. That's when I started moving up in roles in my career. Um, I started out you know, as a sales rep, senior sales rep, regional sales manager, and now I'm a general manager. And all that came because of the physical strength and the shift in mindset from training. Um, but another side of de-stressing is you mentioned sleep. Sleep is so important. I'm very... I'm very, very anal about my sleep. I almost mil- like I, I'm the same way. I'm almost militant about it. It's like I, I don't. You can, yeah. you can do anything you want to me, but don't f with my sleep. That's it. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> really, that's, exa- that's exactly where I am. I, uh, I have to get eight hours. If I don't get eight hours, I, I take a nap every time I get home from training on Saturday. Saturdays are our toughest day, I would say, at the gym. The speed squat training day. I, I, I book out a two-hour nap after every single day. Dude, you know what? Every, I, I, I actually, I actually, I actually emailed uh, Adele Musa a couple of years ago. When, when, when I, when I turned fifty, I was going through my divorce, and I was living in an apartment. And, and this is why, by the way, having a partner who is supportive of you goes beyond them just like allowing you to go to the gym and like not making a fuss about it. But true support is, is allows you to, to find who you are in the process. But like back in the day when I was married, I would never think of coming home from the gym and then taking a nap. But I made my best gains in my life, got ripped to shreds, didn't look at all 50 years old. Like people were like, I can't believe how good you look. Because I was living in an apartment. There was nobody tapping their foot like, you know, oh, what are you doing? You're laying down now? I would come home after training. I would eat and I would lay down. And I'd fall asleep for maybe an hour, 45 minutes, sometimes 30, wake up naturally, and then go about my day. I felt the best. I got the strongest. I was the healthiest at that point in my life. I really think there's something to this. And I I emailed Adele Musa a few years ago, said, knowing what we know how sleeping on a full stomach actually can cause insulin resistance. Can we leverage that post-workout by eating and then going to sleep and the body would become uh, more prone to shuttling glucose into muscles and doing things that you normally wouldn't do if you stayed awake? He said that it would be minimal effect, but I got to tell you, as an N equals uh, one science project, I never felt better, looked better, or was healthier except when I was going in and crushing it first thing in the morning, coming home, eating my post-workout meal, and then going to sleep for a little while. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't even know what it, what it would be like not getting that nap in because I've literally been doing it 
ever since I started training. And you're so right about that, that support. And, you know, when my girlfriend and I first got together, she, you know, we talked about this. She knew how important powerlifting was to me. And we've been together three years now. And to this day, she knows that when I get home from the gym, He's going to take a nap, and she's okay with that, which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, you're a hardworking guy. You, you, you train hard. You work hard. Uh, you obviously make a good living. Uh, if this is what works for you, that's why I'm so tired of the, this attitude that uh, rest is wasteful. You know, sometimes just sitting back and not thinking is the most important thing you can do that helps when you do think for the rest of the day. It's like people just feel like, oh, you know, you're just being lazy. No, I'm not being lazy. I need to just sit still for a while. That's all it is. That's it. You need to recharge. You need to make sure you're getting that rep. I mean, to be able to continue to push and go harder. I mean, that's what it is. Stress and, and adapt and recoup, right? Well, the funny thing is that I found out, and quite frankly, that's when I decided I wanted to have you on the show. I posted something about the fact that I burst out to song in a in a in the car the other day and immediately felt uplifted and happy and thought, oh my god, if I, if just singing a song can make you happy, why would anyone not sing a song and start that? And you said you did the same thing. Yeah, I did the same thing when I'm when I'm in the car and I'm driving. You know, I I, I listen to podcasts, I listen to the audio books, but I also I also blast the radio and I. I noticed it's funny when I saw you post that because I was like, I know exactly what he's talking about. I, I said I heard a quote one time, and it was, I I, I don't sing because I'm happy. I'm happy because I sing. Yeah. And I, I noticed a direct correlation of mood when I'm when I'm blasting the radio and just belting it out in the car by myself. It's just, it's yeah, it's it's shocking the 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 difference that I that I felt and actually noticed it because. There were a handful of times that I did it, and every single one of those times, I was like, "Wow, I'm in a I'm in a really great mood." <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, like wow. All of a sudden, that. all of a sudden, I feel good. Like, is was it the singing or was it the song? I think it was both. You know, it's like let me do this more often. <laughs> now, now talk about, uh, and we're going to take a break in a little bit, and we can get deeper into this. So, talk about your diet. Obviously, when you're driving in your car, that gives you the ability to eat when you want, what you want to a certain degree. Uh, but when you're flying places and, 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 and you have a cluttered day, it makes it difficult. How do you, how do you address your nutrition? Yeah, so for a long time, it's been trying to put on weight for me. And um, still, we're kind of at that point where I'm trying to put on a little bit of weight. Uh, so I'm always trying to ensure that I'm getting the right amount of calories. So if I'm, if I'm in an airport, if I'm flying, I'm always – Again, very anal about getting there a couple hours early right. uh, so that I can sit down and eat something before I get on the flight. And then it's always just planning, preparing, and making sure that I have something on me, whether it's a couple of Quest bars and then a chocolate milk or, or a protein shake or something. I just ensure that I have at least you know, 30, 40, 50 grams of protein with me on the flight for you know, every three or four hours just to keep constantly feeding myself. And it's, for me, it's not so much about having to eat every three or four hours. It's more about just it's easier for me to get the calories in when I'm breaking it up that way. So it's just planning, preparing, making sure I have, have things with me. Yeah. I want to take a break. And when we come back, I want to talk about plateaus. Have you experienced any? And what have you done? And I also want to talk about the reverse hyper. I'm trying to convince my gym to buy a reverse hyper for us older guys who have lumbar spine problems. And I want to, I want to hear about that given the fact that you kind of found your way into the strength gain after having lower back problems. We're talking with Jeff Miller. His website is builtthroughstrength.com. Check him out. We'll be right back. 
Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You, too, can benefit from Live On Labs' lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at redcon one go to redcon1.com that's r-e-d-c-o-n the number one.com or go to superhumanradio.net and click the redcon one banner ad today if you suffer from abdominal bloating relief is here introducing developed by a board certified gastroenterologist it relieves bloating where it starts in the small bowel that's why works while other remedies don't. In clinical trials, 88% of bloating sufferers who use prescription medications with no relief found relieve their symptoms. And it's available without a prescription because is made from a patented molecular combination of botanical extracts. It's not a probiotic. Plus, it's natural, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Atrontil. Even the name is proven to make you feel better. Go to lovemytummy.com and use code SHR for 10% off. That's code SHR at lovemytummy.com. Lovemytummy.com. When's the last time you look forward to taking your pre-workout? I mean like thinking about it the night before, shaking it up, anticipating the way it tastes. The music starts to thump louder. The weight starts to get lighter. Get ready to feel that way. Bounty Hunter is that pre-workout. Bounty Hunter will make you believe in pre-workouts again. Get free shipping with code SHR on a jug of ridiculously delicious, badass vanilla bourbon Bounty Hunter. Go to wildwestnutrition.com or click the banner ad at superhumanradio.net. The benefits of a ketogenic diet are immeasurable. Health, resist disease, mental function, and even performance. But getting into ketosis can take weeks, if even at all. Now you can get into ketosis in 10 minutes. Keto Kena is the first ketone powder that has been clinically shown to switch you into a ketogenic state by providing a rush of ketones into the bloodstream. Like to train fasted or want to spare more muscle glycogen during workouts? Take a shot of Keto Kena and hit it hard. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Keto Kena banner ad today. 74% of Americans are living with digestive issues. They take pills and potions to mask the symptoms but never address the root cause. Introducing GI Ultramax Pro, a complex of scientifically substantiated all-star ingredients that reestablish your gut's operating system, allowing you to be better shielded against the bad actors in your food and environment. The gut is complicated, and it takes GI Ultramax Pro to deliver real long-lasting results. Go to superhumanradio.net and click the GI Ultramax Pro banner ad or visit MotherEarthLabs.com and use code SHR for free shipping. This is the Superhuman Channel, where we use oxygen for the power of good. Rape me. 
I miss Kurt Cobain. It would have been really great to see him age and see how he would have uh, changed and his music. I mean, the guy single-handedly created grunge. I mean, he really did. We're talking with Jeff Miller, talking about his training, his nutrition, his sleep. Um, so one question I have for you is about pre-work. Oh, someone just messaged me and said, do we have a code? Yes. X3bar.com. If you use the code superhuman50, you get $50 off uh, their system there. So check that out. X3bar.com, superhuman50. Um, if you're training late in the evening, do you do you use pre-workouts or anything like that? I do. I do. I, uh, I, might, I might use a little bit too much caffeine, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, over the years, I, I've become kind of accustomed to it. I still fall asleep. Pretty pretty easily. easily yeah. I mean, I go to bed. Yeah, I, I normally if I get to the gym around six thirty, um, you know, I'll take the pre workout at six, and if I fall asleep by eleven or twelve, I'm I'm usually I'm usually pretty good. Uh, what about training in the I morning? Do do you, a, do you ever train in the morning? On Saturdays, on Saturdays we do train in the morning. We we get in at about nine a.m. Do you think there's any advantage or disadvantage to the fact that you train at different times of the day? You know, I, I've never noticed any difference either way um, on any on any spectrum. Um, I I actually like being awake for a while and just getting my stuff done, and then and then going to the gym. So I, I actually like training at night. I know a lot of people would prefer to do it in the morning just to, just to start out their day, feel good for the day, um, and also have it done. Uh, but now I've, I've never really noticed a difference either way. It's, uh, I, I like having both of them in there because when you go to a powerlifting meet, um, you could lift at any time. You might lift in the morning that meet. You might lift in the afternoon. Um, so I, I like switching it up more for more for that reason because you never know what's going to happen when you get to a meet. What about supplements? Do you take supplements? Do you are there certain supplements that you believe in that you feel like they actually have helped you? continue to get stronger and then we're going to talk about plateaus after that yeah yeah uh, i mean i i'm a believer in the basics the your protein your creatine um and just making sure you get it enough multivitamins and minerals so i don't take anything really special but i, I have always been a believer in creatine you know that is one of the only supplements that's really been proven to work yeah um and i do keep that in year round uh, there's nothing separate from that that I love. I have taken beta alanine in the past. Um, I, I do feel like that was helpful when I was doing more aerobic capacity work, um, when I would do specific hit condi- conditioning workouts, medleys, um, mixing in with training. But aside from that, it's really, really just the basics. I, uh, I see so many beginners, um, especially when I used to post a lot on the bodybuilding.com forums who would come in and look for supplementation as, as really their main, their main piece of their, their training, um, thinking that it's going to get them the specific gains that they're looking for. And I really try to preach that while it can definitely be a little bit of a booster, it's really just that extra 1%. You know, I just want to throw something in there. I, I've, I, you know, since I had the cast off my left foot, I've really only been doing recumbent bike work. Uh, my foot is just not ready for long walking I'm going to have to walk in June because we're going to Ireland, but uh, but but the reality is that um, I, I've been re- relegated to the recumbent bike, which I never really liked when I was 
not having foot problems, but it, it's working for me. But so I've developed something interesting. You know, for a long time, I've always believed what happens if we didn't count reps? Would we find out we're a lot stronger? Because I kind of feel like reps is almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like oh, you, you know that you're only going to do 11 and around 9 or 10 you start gassing and you struggle with 11. If you didn't, if you didn't know that was 11, would you go past it and go, wow, I can't believe I can do that. The same thing I'm applying right now to hit training. Um, I've stopped looking at the clock and I started doing something that I've coined the term in my own head, intuitive hit. You know, you, you, I was an avid runner as a young man. I mean, really, I ran six, seven miles every single day in my late teens and early 20s. And, uh, and quite frankly, I used to love it. I love running. I'm built to run like you are built for strength. I'm built to run. And, and, but I never had to think about it. I never had to think like, oh, I'm going to run a certain number of miles. I'm going to do it a certain and, – and, and I just progressed – by my body's own desire to move faster and move slower at different paces at different times. So I started to apply this to HIT training, and I'm calling it intuitive HIT. I'm not doing all out for 30 seconds and then pacing myself for three minutes and then doing it. What I'm doing now is I'm going as fast as I can when I feel like I want to go fast, and then I'm slowing down when I feel like I want to slow down. And what I'm noticing is that I have a capacity to go fast for longer periods of time when I'm not counting and I would like to inspire other people in the audience to start to experiment with intuitive hit training. Uh, get on the elliptical, get on the treadmill. Don't set yourself up to a one, you know, 30 second, uh, sprint, three minute walk. Just sprint for as long as you want and then walk until all of a sudden your body goes, man, I want to sprint again. And you're going to find out that you're ready a lot sooner than you think you are. And you'll progress better when you start listening to your body instead of the timer on some, machine that's arbitrary yeah absolutely and i i think i think people underestimate hit training i mean it really is it, it's really great um specifically to boost your metabolism um it increases training endurance um it, it's really a tool that you can add in there to really help your body to process even a higher amount of nutrients so you can recover better. And mm -hmm. HIIT training is really a great tool. So let's talk about plateaus. Obviously, your trajectory could not have just been a straight line, although I do think that the way Louis Simmons, uh, the conjugated method is designed to kind of impose its own plateaus so that they can be broken easily. Uh, have you hit plateaus and what have you done? Absolutely. So, you know, one thing I, I love about the conjugate method of training is that you're always finding weaknesses that you can bring up. And those weaknesses are what are going to end up putting up your main list, making your main list go up stronger. You know, one, one specific, one specific story I have is, um, I was at a, I was at a deadlift plateau and it was really at the lockout. I could pull anything off the ground, but when I get to the lockout, I just couldn't, I couldn't get it on, uh, when it was getting to a heavier and heavier weight. Um, you know, first thing to look out there is technique and technique can always be improved. You're never going to do a perfect deadlift. You're never going to do a perfect squat, but you have to look at what is the specific, what is the specific chain that's holding you back from hitting that PR. And for me, like I said, it was at the lockout. So I kind of stepped back and I said, what, what can I do? And, um, I'm sure you're familiar with the glute ham raise machine. Um, really, really works the glutes, the hamstrings, uh, even the calves. And um, it is great for lockout strength, 
on the deadlift. And it's something that not a ton of people do. And there's different um, attachments so you can have the machine be a little bit shorter or a little bit longer. When I was doing it, I was doing it so that, I know it's hard to explain so people could actually see it, but really all I did was I changed the height of the machine, the length of the machine, which actually just makes it more difficult because it's a different lever. And before, I was able to do about 10 reps. And when I changed the length of the machine, I was only able to do how many? Zero. I couldn't really? Even do one. Really? I couldn't even do one. And this is when I was, this is when I could raw deadlift 675. I couldn't do one glute ham raise when I changed the length of the machine. Now, 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 so now, now started, just for the listeners for a second, the glute ham raise is when your upper body is moving through space and your lower legs are locked in. So your glutes and your hamstrings are literally lifting you like a drawbridge, right? That's exactly what it is. Okay. They're completely isolated. You're completely isolated to working. Yeah, see, muscles. like I'm afraid to do so, those because I'm afraid to look like an ass when I, my face hits the <laughs> hits the ground and I can't lift myself up. So I know what you're talking yeah, about. There's, <laughs> there's a way. There's a way to do assisted ones as well, where you attach a band to the back and put the band around your around your uh, chest as well. So yeah, we'll talk okay. about that. But uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I started really hammering away at those. And uh, within a within a few months, I was able to do you know ten of them, and I was able to lock out fifty more pounds on the deadlift. I was able to go from six seventy five to seven twenty five, um, doing the math, fifty pounds. And um, yeah, that was in three months just from adding the glute ham raise. Now, of course, that wasn't. I didn't get fifty pounds stronger in three months. That's that's not going to happen. You know, once you're up to a certain level. But because I was really hammering away at that specific weakness, which was catching me up in the deadlift, that's what allowed me to go ahead and have a 50-pound PR. And that's what it's all about. That's the kind of the scientific piece of it that I love and I enjoy is finding where those weaknesses are and then trying to determine what someone needs to do to be able to go beyond that. So um, I did a show about three years ago with Jance Footit about the power of the reverse hypermachine and decompressing the lumbar spine. And in fact, I have asked um, the owner of my gym, Bob Scott, and he is reviewing it. Uh, I've asked him to get a reverse hyper because as a lot of us get older, and a lot of it has to do with sitting, I got to be honest with you, because walking actually can cure the lumbar spine, uh, but but sitting compresses it. And so... Um, we did this show, and it shows that the, the the reverse hyper is so powerful at decompressing the lumbar spine that you need to start with very little or no weight at all and just get that motion moving because you can actually hurt. If you have a, a severe compression that's caused bulging and stenosis, like just s- pulling those suckers apart real quick, that's a shock to the spine. So you got to go easy. Do you use the reverse hyper, and, and has it helped bulletproof your lumbar spine? Absolutely. I love the reverse hyper, and I think it's done a lot uh, for the lumbar spine. As you said, it tractions the spine, and uh, we know that that's a form of decompressing the spine. It relieves pressure on the spine. Uh, so if you're doing high reps of the, of the reverse hyper, I feel like that was a game changer for me. And another piece of it is it also develops so many other areas. It develops the spinal erectors lumbar develops the glutes the hamstrings and with no compression on the spine so i think it's great for everybody i think it's great for athletes i think it's great for people who need that decompression 
Um, and another thing is it allows you to get more work in. Um, you just throw, throw a little bit of weight on there and do some sets of 20, you're getting a higher workload than you would uh, doing something else as well with a little bit more weight. So, yeah, I'm a very big fan of the, of the reverse hyping machine. Have you, have you had any lumbar spine problems ever since you started lifting? No, I haven't. You know, ever since I had that surgery, Is it, isn't that count, um, isn't that counterintuitive? Like, if you would have told your surgeon, "I'm going to become a powerlifter," because I, I remember an orthopedic surgeon uh, when I had some knee problems early on when I was doing some of my heaviest lifting. I was just looking to get somebody to give me some hyaluronic acid injections, and I remember him saying to me, "Don't ever deadlift because it'll ruin your back." And the truth is. I had no back problems when I was deadlifting. It's since I've stopped deadlifting that my back problems have come on. So, well, that's, the, that's the thing. And I, I think it, you know, lifting, it, it builds strength. It, it makes everything stronger. It makes you stronger. You know, you need good technique. You need to make sure that you have someone showing you who knows what they're doing. Because God knows you see a, a lot of bad technique out there, which can absolutely cause injuries. But if you're doing things correctly, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's the best thing you can do for longevity in your body, just as you were mentioning at the beginning of the show. And, yeah, if I, if I would have told the doctor that, that's exactly what they would have said. Do not deadlift. Do not lift weights. Do not put this much weight on your back. But, you know, guess what? It's, it's, it's been working for me. So You have, you have a, uh, a picture up on your – it's a video. It says, uh, me, lower six, 675 plus light bands. So how much was that total weight in the deadlift uh, if, if, it's, uh, if it's 675 plus light bands? What is the top? When you get to the top of that movement, what are you holding? I, I haven't measured those specific bands on that specific platform, but I believe the light bands will add at least 120 to 130 pounds to it. Yeah, that's so pretty impressive. 675 plus 120, 130 pounds to it. Do you have people that's say to you, do you have people say to you, you 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 have a lot of muscle. You're a hypermuscular guy, and and quite frankly, you don't carry a lot of body fat. I have to commend you for that, because um, a lot a lot of powerlifters think that because they're getting stronger, they can just eat everything and anything, and they then they'll tell you about tissue leverages. But uh, you seem to have not put on a lot of body fat. Do you have people say to you, you don't look that strong? I can't believe you just did that. Uh you know, honestly. It- the places that I that I train at, they're they're powerlifting gyms anyway. So they whether I'm in town or out of town. So if they're actually seeing me lift a specific weight, um, they're they're used to people being able to do that. Um, I, I, you know, you get that you get the uh, that that type of response certainly every once in a while. If it's someone seeing seeing you lift the weight online, um, I've had that before. I, I don't run into it too much, but. Uh, no, I appreciate you saying that. I, I do believe that uh, you know building building more muscle as, as opposed to building more fat is, is not only going to help me in lifting, but it's also going to keep me healthier for a longer period of time, which is also something that's important to me. I definitely want to get to the top and lift the absolute most amount of weight possible. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I want to live a, a long life as well and be able to enjoy myself. I, I always think of Mar- Marius Pudzianowski when I think about, like, look, you don't have to be big and fat to be strong. Look at Marius, man. The guy looked like a bodybuilder, and he was insanely strong. And people say, well, drugs. I, look, drugs don't lift the weight. You still got to get and do the work and lift the weight, okay? So don't, don't, don't give me the drug <laughs> BS. You know, that's not it. Nobody ever, nobody ever took an injection and, and, and pressed 200 pounds more than they normally did, uh, you, you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Very common mis- misconception, yes. What's the what's the benefit of the arched bar in a press, and why do it from the floor and not a bench? So longer range of motion. Uh, the arch bar has a little 
I guess, arch in it that makes it be a little bit deeper. Um, and on the floor press, you're taking away the leg drive that you would have on a normal uh, bench press. So it's just a different variation of the bench press. And that's uh, also a big piece of the conjugate method. You're doing different variations of these lifts, different variations of bench presses, different variations of squats and deadlifts. Um, and you're going to get strong everywhere. So, yeah, really long lever on that arch bar, especially when you're going down to the floor. So it's, it's, it's just working, working different, uh, different angles different areas and uh, trying to complete that bench press overall to make sure you're strong in, in every area of the bench press. So where, where do you go? Like, what are your, in your head, what do you want to squat? What do you want to bench? What do you want to deadlift? Absolutely. So I, I would like to squat 1200 pounds eventually. And you know, it's, it's going from a thousand to 1200 is, I mean, that's, that's, gigantic that that's huge um you know it's it's much different than going from you know 400 to 600 or 100 to 350 oh mentally mentally i had i had mike miller on my show probably back in 2007 after he did that uh, 1224 pound squat in a full meet and uh, yes. Remember how big he was back then too, and he used to wear the kilt. Gigantic. He used to have the kilt. I know he was like he was like four hundred pounds. Um, and I, I I interviewed him, and he said that the biggest thing he overcame, and he worked with a hypnotist, was just the sheer amount of mental energy to stay focused with that bone crushing weight across your traps. He said, you know. It's like it's like uh, it's it, it hurts. First of all, the bar literally hurts. Uh, you know, it's like a cheese. It's like a cheese wire wants to cut through you. Uh, and and he said that the hypnotist was the, the was the was the the deal maker for him because when he started working with the hypnotist, he started to kind of get out of his head but be more focused. And he said that had the greatest effect on him, which goes to show you, it's not the muscular strength; it's the mental strength. That is really the defining factor in all of this. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, so many people will go into a meet and just get crushed mentally. And once you're once you've given that up, I mean, there's there's no coming back from that. It is. It's it's a thousand pounds on your back is is a lot of weight. It's a different feeling. People don't understand what that what that feels like. And that's again, that's what builds you up mentally. It's it's very. Uh, it's very taxing on the body, and it's, it's, it's a whole different, it's just a whole different feeling. It's hard to explain it. Um, but, yeah, on, on the deadlift, I, I, I'd love to deadlift uh, 900 pounds eventually. And, um, again, it's, that's a lot of different things that need to be done, a lot more work going into it, going from 800 to 900 than anything else. Um, and then my bench is definitely my, my Achilles heel. I need, I need a lot more work on the bench. I need a lot more work on the bench shirt. Um, if I can get to seven seven fifty, then I'll be uh, I'll be a happy camper, and uh, you know, I'm just gonna keep putting in the work and uh, do what it takes to to get there. So, in hopefully. your in your mind, uh, do you do you have a total that you want to hit? Because obviously, you could shave a little off the bench and put a little bit more on the the the, the, the squad. Or do you have a total you want to hit? I do. The total that my coach and I talk about is is twenty seven hundred. Dude, man, that's insane. 20... That's amazing. Well, that's that's the goal. I mean, that's the goal. I haven't haven't done it, so I don't want to. You know, I, I it's it's the goal. No, listen, man. All the right things are done. You're you're already and, uh, you're already an elite strength athlete. 
Like so, you're you're already in the like top one percent in the world right now. Just just for some of the lifts that you do. I mean, you know, I remember um, I had a friend named Jamie, who um, who I think his name was Jamie. He had a really bad motorcycle accident, but he was training up at Westside, and then he came down to Louisville to be with family because he got really mangled in a motorcycle accident. He lost all his weight, all his muscle, but he was the guy that was squatting and blood was coming out of his nose in the video that that uh that was about the, the squat video that louis simmons produced no no that, that that was in bigger stronger faster he was he was the guy who was squatting and the blood was dripping out of his nose and he told me then there were probably 50 guys now i'm going back 2006 maybe he said there are probably yeah. 50 to 60 guys up at Westside that all squat a grand he said you can't go to any place else in the world and find 50 to 60 guys at the same gym who can all squat a thousand pounds. That was insane back then. That was like, are you kidding me? I mean, that's so much yeah. weight. That's a half a friggin' ton. Yeah. Westside West is, is an amazing place. And I, I have not had the pleasure or the benefit of, of visiting there yet. And uh, I will be doing so when I, when I get out to North Carolina, I'll be moving there shortly. Um, but yeah, they have some amazing, amazing lifters, an amazing environment. Obviously, Louis Simmons is an amazing coach. And, uh, yeah, it's, 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 can't say amazing enough. It's an amazing place. The website is builtthroughstrength.com. Obviously, I couldn't ask him all the questions that are in your mind. So you can reach out to Jeff by going to builtthroughstrength.com, uh, and ask him your questions directly. Uh, and uh, who knows, maybe he can help you make some gains in the gym. Hey, listen, man, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. I appreciate you having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here, pleasure speaking with you, and uh, thank you so much. Okay, and we'll talk soon. And when you get out to uh, NC, you got to let me know, because I'm in Kentucky, so we're going we're to be close. Maybe we can hang out, okay? Uh, oh, I will. I'll be traveling a lot, so I'll be looking forward to coming down and seeing you. All right, we're going to take one quick commercial break. When we come back, I want to talk about a discovery that I made I wrote a blog about B6, and as I go down this rabbit hole, it's getting scarier and scarier. Stay tuned. Mitochondrial uncoupling is the holy grail of fat loss. Making mitochondria work harder raises body temperature and metabolic rate without the jitters of stimulants. Now there is an over-the-counter mitochondrial uncoupler that will let you shred your body down to the last pounds of body fat. It's Trojan Horse. This is the supplement breakthrough of the decade. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Trojan Horse banner ad. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your order today. BlackstoneLabs.com. Trojan Horse. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. Hi, I'm Ashley Grace, co-founder of HM Company. Hemp CBD improved my life so much that I started H-Hemp Company to help others naturally feel better. You don't have to have had a severe brain injury like me to benefit from H-Hemp Company products. If you're struggling to feel better, calm your brain, or better deal with daily stress and want to do so naturally, please try H-Hemp Company products. Search H-Hemp Company and use code SHR for 20% off and free shipping. 
That's HMP Company and code SHR. What if a sports nutrition company actually let you try all of their best products for free before you ever bought one? You'd be dreaming, right? Well, you're not dreaming. Head over to efxsports.com and grab their new sample kit that includes not one, not two, but six of their top sellers. That's right. Six different samples of their top sellers sent out to you immediately to try. Just cover a small shipping and handling fee, and they're on their way to you. See for yourself why EFX Sports has taken the industry by storm and why so many athletes worldwide depend on their products, dominate their competition safely and legally. Head over to EFXSports.com right now and click the EFX Sample Kit in the online store and get your free kit today. Once again, that's EFXSports.com. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You, too, can benefit from Live On Lab's lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. If you've followed my transformation on Facebook, you've been wondering what I've done to create such dramatic results. One of the things is I've started every day with the Kegenics Prime and then trained fasted and remained fasted till my first meal at 2 o'clock. Kegenics Prime gives me all the energy I need while shutting down hunger. And since the ketones are bound to a quad mineral blend, I'm getting all the magnesium, calcium, potassium, and sodium I need to keep my minerals in balance. Try Kegenics Prime yourself. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Kegenics banner ad today and save 25% off your first purchase. Kegenics Prime. I couldn't have done it without it. Who ever heard of a supplement company that lets you pick the products they make and sell? What you have now, we are All-American Body, a factory direct supplement brand proudly brought to you by All-American Pharmaceutical. Don't pay more somewhere else. You can get the same or even better products directly from us. Now check this out. All-American Body is a brand about you. Tell us what to make next so you can save big. Go ahead and request a specific ingredient. You know, arginine, citrulline, vitamin D, a product type or category, keto, greens, naturals, herbals, nootropics, and even a specific branded product or formula. We'll either copy it exactly or make it even better. And best of all, it won't cost anything close to what you've been paying, period. And if we do end up using your suggestion, you'll get the first bottle absolutely free. We'll also give you full credit on that product's description page. You'll be famous signing autographs and people asking you to take pictures with them wherever you go. So head on over to allamericanbody.com right now. That's allamericanbody.com and make your product request today. All American Body, crazy savings, insane results. You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. Don't hate us because we feel good. Welcome back. So, first of all, I got to announce uh, as of this morning, I am 218 pounds. So it was 228 in February, I think it was, when I took that picture and posted it. Um, March, April, May, almost June. So I'm down uh, eight. I'm down six pounds in approximately three and a half, four months. So it's not shabby. Uh, I'm happy with that. I, I actually can't believe I'm. I've I've lost that much weight on the scale because I'm definitely bigger, as you will see. When I post my birthday pictures around June the 11th, that's my birthday, I'll be 60 years old. My goal is just to be, you know, leaner than I was, more muscular than I was. But really, I'm fighting back 
on some really nasty conditions right now. Really, really nasty. I mean, never mind the fact that I probably will need a second surgery for my left foot to get it right. Um, it's a lot better than it was, but it's still not where it needs to be. Dr. Seed said, told me that going in. You know, I lived with that claw foot for so long that he had to really break apart a lot of scar tissue. And the truth is, in retrospect, I would have been better off going immediately after the whole thing happened. But I'm an asshole. Oops, sorry. This is supposed to not be an explicit show. Um, but I also have this numbness in my hands, in my face, and in my lower legs. And it's causing me some problems in my legs. There's some weakness in my legs now. So um, I did an article recently that's on my blog at supremeradio.net. Is your energy drink causing mysterious neurological symptoms? And <clears throat> I did this uh, blog as a result of some very deep diving I've done looking at everything I do on a day-in and day-out basis. And the truth is, several years ago, probably, oh, I want to say four or five years ago, maybe, five years ago, I started using five-hour energies pretty religiously, every day at least. Some days one and a half, some days two. Never giving much thought to the fact that the mega doses of vitamin B6 in there could be causing problems. I'm convinced now that my numbness in my hands, in my face, and in my legs is, in fact, from B6 toxicity. I just did blood work. I'll have the results back, but I already know what it's going to say. I have been talking to a growing group of people who have discovered this same exact thing from 5-Hour Energies. And 5-Hour Energies aren't the only one. Red Bull's got large doses of B6. Uh, even Starbucks Double Energy Shot drinks have large amounts of B6 in them. So read the blog post, first of all. I'm going to be doing a series of shows in the upcoming weeks. I think that I may have discovered something that actually is quite epidemic and worrisome. So all of the B vitamins are said to be water-soluble, so we don't have to worry about them. They're water-soluble. Doctors tell their patients don't take large doses of D or A because it's fat soluble. Somehow that is supposed to imply it's going to be trapped in your body for a long time. But B vitamins are no problem because they're water soluble. So you imagine what they mean by that is that every day the B vitamins you eat consume are just urinated out. This is not true at all. In fact, it's the furthest thing from the truth. Uh, we're going to have some scientists who publish papers that will show conclusively that the overuse of B6 in the food chain, like like foods are all fortified with B6, never mind the naturally occurring B6 that's in every single food group, fruit, nuts, meats, uh, vegetables. B6 is ubiquitous in our diet. None of us need to be supplementing with B complexes. I'm telling you this right now. If you eat red meat, you eat pork, you eat chicken, you eat fish, you don't need a B complex. And I can actually trace now that I understand what has happened to me back to when I first started strength training. I started taking animal packs to a day, just like they said. And that is when I started noticing numbness in my toes. I ignored it because it was my toes. It didn't bother me. As the numbness started to go up into my ankles 
People told me, oh, it's just age. In fact, my doctor said to me, you know, as we age, we become wood. He meant like stiff, right? Um, I have always taken B100 capsules, two of them a day. You know, you're only supposed to take one, two of them a day, because I believed in my head it's a B vitamin. I'm going to piss it out. It doesn't matter. Well, lo and behold, some of the research that I'm reading now shows that B6 is spared and stored in muscle. Well, we always tell people, oh, vitamin D, vitamin A, it's dangerous, it's fat-soluble, it stores itself in the fat cells. Well, the largest organ in your body are mus- is your muscle content of your body. So B6 is stored in the muscles. And what it does when it becomes hypersaturated with B6 is it aggravates the nerves. And it's called small fiber polyneuropathy. And it's not good. And quite frankly, I suspect we're going to find out. You, you know I've said this. If you've listened to my show for any length of time, you know I've said that I don't believe diabetic neuropathy is actually from blood sugar. I've said I believe it's from compromised guts. Well, I was close. It's, it's from the hyperaccumulation of B6. And what does it take to hyperaccumulate it? Well, consuming high amounts of it, not drinking enough water or using daily diuretics like caffeine, um, uh, like other things that alcohol that dehydrate, uh, the muscles, uh, and also low activity. I have a suspicion that over the next couple months, as I put these interviews together, we're starting with one next week. That's going to be scratching the surface. Then from that one, we're going to have the actual scientists on that are doing this work. One of the scientists does believe that there's a quiet epidemic going on in the United States. And it's from B6 uh, bioaccumu- over, over accumulation in the body. And it's reversible. Here's the good news. You can, you can, you can stop using these supplements that give you large amounts of B6. And you can start doing things that will help your body rid the B6. And you can start doing things. I don't believe it's demyelination. They're saying it's, it's, it's neuropathy. Neuropathy usually means the myelin sheath of the nerve is stripped away and the nerve is exposed. I don't believe it's, it's demyelination. I believe that the excess, uh, B, B6 in muscle and in tissue is overexciting the nerves. And it's actually causing a phenomenon called hyperalgesia. And doctors who may be listening to the show know that if someone suffers from hyperalgesia long enough, those nerves or maybe the brain that's receiving the signal, they stop taking the signal. So you actually have a pseudo numbness take place. But before the pseudo numbness goes, you have sensations, hot and cold, burning feelings of sensations. And as a result of this, they all chalk it up to diabetic neuropathy. So I'm telling this now. I really believe You know, I've been doing this for 13 years. I've connected some dots and I'm going, holy crap. This could actually be why some people age worse than others. They could be hyperaccumulating B6 and it could be causing severe neurological disorders. It's all starting with these stupid energy drinks and energy shots. And quite frankly, I predict in the years to come, we will see class action lawsuits against companies like, like, uh, uh, five hour energy because the scientists that are doing the work, these are legitimate scientists from revered universities and they're going, wow, we're testing people and they have like 
30 times the safe limits of B6 and it's converting into the active form of B6, which wasn't, it was thought that it didn't convert and it's converting into the active form of B6. It's being stored in muscles and it's actually causing neurological disorders. So, you know, it's just going to be a couple years before some law firm like Morgan and Morgan catches on and goes, wow, this is bigger than suing the pharmaceutical industry because everybody's got a, a generic of energy shot today. Kroger's has one. That's their energy shot. It's a ripoff of five hour energy. Everybody. So th- this will be so widespread. Now, whether the FDA steps in and does the right thing remains to be seen because these are big companies. But I'm telling you right now, if you eat a well-rounded diet, if you eat a paleo type diet, if you eat lots of vegetables, nuts, lots of animal protein, occasional fruit, you don't need to supplement with B vitamins at all. Don't do it. Don't fall prey to the illusion that because they're quote-unquote water-soluble, you're just pissing them out every day. You're not. Your body is storing them, and it will store as much as you give it. There's no cutoff limit, but when you store too much, you start to develop problems. If you have ringing in your ears that nobody can understand why, I'm telling you right now, the degradation in my nervous system from excessive B6 intake over the past eight, nine, ten years is what led to my snoring. I'm convinced of it. The ringing in my ears that visits me from time to time, the tingling in my fingers, the numbness in my hands, the numbness in my lower legs, the numbness in my face. This is all classic B toxicity, all of it. And all I was doing was I thought was healthy. Oh, B6 is good for you. It's scary. But I will connect the dots in the next couple weeks, and I promise you that you will either think I'm a tin hat wearing idiot, or you will go, "Oh my God, this makes sense." I've been using five hour energies for the past couple years, and now and now I understand where all these problems are coming from. I have people reaching out to me because of that blog post, going, "Oh my God, thank you for writing this. I couldn't figure this out. I've been using five hour energies for the past two years. I have developed." My doctor told me that I have polyneuropathy. We don't know where it's coming from. Doctors are not asking their patients the right questions. So we're going to help patients become empowered. All right. It's a long weekend. We're off the air Monday because it's uh, it's Memorial Day. Uh, however, we'll be back Tuesday. We have great shows planned for next week. I hope you can listen live. If you can't listen live, there's always the podcast. And thanks a lot. 